Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Jim and Winston's May episode for Seize the Day. Yes, May 2016, Jim. Isn't that a great one? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, May flowers coming our way. Yeah, we're, we're on, uh, you know, for uh, those of us who are potentially south of the 49th or outside of Canada, we're entering into our first long weekend of what is considered the summer season. Yeah, and you know, this... This episode is going to be kind of interesting. We're talking about vacationing, which is kind of timely. Eh? Vacation versus rest. Oh, vacation. It, it all starts with the May long weekend. Mm -hmm. how, how can I plan my time for, for the traditional vacation season, which is, you know, summer? Right. You know, and, you know, as we're thinking about vacation, I'm, I'm planning a vacation in, um, in June with the family and, uh, It'll be a nice trip out, and um, I started thinking about what we were talking about before we started this episode about the difference between vacationing and rest. So, you know, what's your take on that, Jim? I mean, a lot, a lot of vacations, people would say, aren't exactly restful. They're more uh, exploratory or activity-filled, but, I mean, there is a big need for rest these days, too. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's the vacation can be a, a real change from your daily routine mm. but it's like you say it, it's filled with activity it's it, it's filled it's very action-packed and and maybe that's what some people need for rest mm -hmm. um, especially mental rest mm -hmm. but uh, really a change in a rest eh, I feel they're two different things right but I, I certainly appreciate the, the idea that, you know, when you get out of that day-to-day -day grind of whatever it is you do and you move into something totally different, mm -hmm. that it can be a pretty significant mental uh, rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I think about vacationing, sometimes it does bring up stress in the mind, just preparing for it, setting up. You know, when you, I don't know how many uh, listeners are actually running their own business as well, but when you're running your own business, taking a vacation can be somewhat stressful because you have to align all your, your phone contacts and your emails and make sure that people get taken care of because you don't want to lose business in the process, but you also want to make sure that you're taking time for yourself and actually enjoying the time off as well. Yeah, and that's where, uh, you know, maybe you have to do a little bit of pre-planning in that business world and, and advise people well in advance that, uh, that you're, you know, this is your vacation time and if they're experiencing any, you know, challenges or whatever, you know, make sure you get a hold of me well before then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just communication. It is, it is. And it's like managing expectations too. You know, if somebody needs something in a rush... It may not happen. Um, and I think during that time of year, and I specifically chose a time of year, uh, June, July, when most people are on vacation. So there's a little bit more understanding that maybe they'll be away as well, right? And uh, <laughs> here's a little bit of personal pontification. Sure. If, you know, if you do business with somebody and they, their expectation is 24-7, 365 access to you, you don't want to do business with them anyway. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you know, it's uh, everybody has those uh, immediate um, uh, jump through hoops kind of situations. But my my thought is that uh, I am fortunate enough to be in a business where expectations aren't that you're going to get next day delivery. It's usually a three four week window, so it yeah. buys me a little bit of time. So whether or not you get that email to me 
12 midnight or a day or two later, it's not really going to change your direct outcome. Uh, or else at least a lot of those things can be solved just by faster expedited shipping, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I've, I've, uh, there's been a few years um, after home ownership and venturing into uh, owning rental properties and stuff that, that I've burned up a lot of vacation on, on renovating houses and uh, it's, you know, and I, you know, I've, I've said to myself, I'm going to be very careful how I do that in the future because it, you go back to work burnt out. Yeah, I know. And then so much for your vacation or so-called yeah, vacation, yeah. right? And, um, you know, but I'm not complaining about what I did and it had to be done. Mm -hmm. It's just a recognition of, you know, that we all need that time to rest or do something different. Right. And I really enjoyed the, the renovation process, both of our, our home and our rental property. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just that um, it's, it's, you know, you're, you're, you've got so much going on more than just, you know, the physical, whether it's demolition or construction or painting or whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're also uh, keeping an eye on the budget, and managing the money, and scheduling people, and so that when you do that, there's a you're wearing a whole bunch of hats. Yeah, totally. I, I find that um, anytime I take a, a vacation time or time off to do a renovation project, I have to weigh my time really carefully so that um, uh, I'm not cutting into the vacation to the point where I need a vacation for my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, seen that, done that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, on the eve of, of uh, you know, June, July coming up, uh, when a lot of our listeners are probably thinking about going off on their own and taking their trips, I guess, you know, uh, it's easier to kind of be um, the observer and then give advice and then um, sort of outside looking in and trying to give people tips on what to do to actually enjoy themselves. You know, from a, a vacation standpoint, I think it's clear, important to have some clear goals of why you're going on vacation in the first place. Is it to spend time with the family? Is it to actually get some R&R? &R? Uh, or is it actually to see as much as you can in a short period of time because you never know if you're ever going to go back to that place, right? Yeah, you know, vacations, uh, it's not, <laughs> maybe it's for the a little bit younger than than what I am people wouldn't really consider this, but vacation can provide you the opportunity to do something from on your bucket list. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so, you know, maybe sometimes they take a greater significance, you know, because of that, you know, I, this is something I want to do, you know, while I still am capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we, we, we live in a part of the world that a lot of people come to vacation in. And oftentimes, we don't, and, and it, it doesn't really matter where you live in the world, but, you know, you want to see new places or do new things. But, you know, in, in British Columbia, there's so much in our own backyards. And, and I used to, you know, um, while I was single, I used to always take a week or 10 days of a staycation and just recreate my own backyard. Right. And, and it was it was just, you know, a a day on the lake with a couple friends that, you know, buddy owned a boat and we'd go out water skiing and, and, um, you know, 
travel along the whole length of the boat and stop at a couple different beaches and just take the whole day and relax, you know, just take it as it comes. Mm -hmm. Just be, but you're, you know, you're out there, you get a ski, you have a swim, you know, there might be a beer in the boat, <laughs> which apparently isn't legal, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, and they were just spectacular. Typically during that staycation, I'd go on a hike and golf a little bit and ride my bike every day and, and, uh, you know, do a bit of reading and it, it was very relaxing, although very active at the same time. Right, right. So, you know, when I think about vacationing uh, as a whole, um, you know, I, I, I think sometimes we probably mislabel that because, you know, people think, oh, vacation is going to be fun. It's going to be like um, such a relaxing time. But I've had quite a few vacations where they're more um, uh, geared towards, um, you know, trying to, trying to see the lay of the land, kind of get a feel of how the other world, part of the world lives, you know. And so sometimes that isn't necessarily relaxing. It's more like an aha moment. And then when you land back in the airport, you start to say, wow, I'm pretty lucky to live here. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, the, I, why is one of the reasons we go away for a vacation? You know, given that a little bit of thought, and, and I think part of it is if we stay home, we'll end up engaging in things that we're trying not to engage in. Right. Um, you know, whether it's doing more around the house than you had planned, you know, uh, be it renovation or whatever, um, whether it's, you know, oh, well, you know, I could do this about work because, you know, I'm here. Or, or whatever. So, you know, I think the act of going away gives you that chance to, to disengage from what some of those possibilities might be. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's, um, it's one of those uh, times in your life, and they're rare, you know, I mean, I, I'm also looking at the, the whole strategy of, um, um, <laughs> disengaging and then also being uh, engaged when you're actually on the trip because I remember we went on a trip to uh, New York one year and our goal was to see the Empire State Building and and check out the the business district and and also some of the cultural meccas there and then um, see a couple Broadway shows and and by the time I got done with our list of things to do there weren't enough days to potentially accomplish all these goals <laughs> <laughs> So what I had to do is try to streamline what was important. And I, I kind of like going forward without having a particular agenda sometimes so that you actually have some freedom in the day where uh, it's funny, you know, we, when you're living in your local area, there might be lots of touristy types of things to do. But when you go off the checklist, you'll find that people that visit your, your local area have probably done more of those local things than you have. <laughs> yeah, you bet. That's, I remember, uh, I worked in Toronto for about eight months, you know, darn near a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was talking to some people said, yeah, you know, I've been to a Leafs game, been to a Jays game, you know, been uh, listed off, you know, went up the CN Tower, listed off three or four other, Kleinberg Art Gallery and a bunch of other stuff. And and um, the person said, I've lived here my whole life and I haven't done those things. 
so you're absolutely right that 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 you know sometimes the things closest to us are are forgotten about. Yeah, it's it's strange how that happens. I guess because like I guess we feel that um, it's close enough. Uh, it's close enough to where you are that you can always access it when you want to. But whether or not you do or you don't, um, it's just nice to know it's out there. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You know, and I, I think about um, another thing we were going to talk about this episode was about just being. You know, um, and I mean that can take a form of uh, staycation where you just you know take some time off for yourself at home, um, and and unwire a little bit. Um, or just um, learn to appreciate more what we have, you know. Yeah, and and that appreciating what's in front of you is uh, can be kind of like a light bulb going on. Wow, yeah. You know, it, it's strange because like a lot, a lot of times we kind of think about um, uh, just relaxing as as not being productive, but sometimes it can be the, one of the most productive things you can do to unplug from the world and then just um, get connected. I, I think about a time when I um, actually was wanting to write um, uh, a portion of a book and I disconnected and I, I uh, journeyed off to the island. And it, it, the funny part was that I thought that most of the writing would take place when I actually arrived at the destination, when ironically most of the writing took place while I was getting to the destination. <laughs> you know, so in between the ferry rides and on the ferry, I was yeah. getting all these great inspirations. By the time I got to my destination, I didn't have much more to write. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I was like, well, I might as well just head back home. <laughs> well, uh, my wife and I had the opportunity. We went to Italy in 2008. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, before going, we, we kind of thought about, well, what do we want to see? And, and, and we knew we, you know, we had about 18 days or 17 days actually on their soil when you're not traveling and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we didn't want to have to pick up every day and be in a different hotel room. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's all that is, is a great big race and, you know, checking off a bunch of boxes, you know, Oh, saw, you know, um, saw the statue of David, uh, been to the Roman Coliseum, you know, check, 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 check. So, you know, we, we chose about four locations that we, we stayed at for different periods of time. We had one week in, in uh, kind of a little bit less of the tourist part of, of Tuscany. But anyway, you know, so we were starting out there and we thought, okay, well, you know, we got this rental car for a week, you know, where are we going to go? And, you know, we thought, oh, yeah, we could be to Florence and back in a day and we could be here and back in a day and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So our first day there, um, or second day, you know, we went back to, you know, the place we rented and and we went back to the town that we rented the car from and we were running around that a bit, a little bit and darned if we didn't get rear-ended. Oh, no way. By somebody. And, you know, the car was fine. We were fine. You know, a little bit of a neck jam and stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't, no need for a hospital visit or anything like that. Right. So we got back to where we were staying and my wife says to me, you know, we've got this really neat place to stay. It's an old stone house. We believe it was built by the Estrusians in like the 1400s. And there's a little town that has shops. We can buy all the food we want. And, you know, we can do a couple small, you know, afternoon day trip type of things to interesting places from here. But we, 
you know, we should be enjoying what this is instead of, you know, coming home at the end of, you know, in the evening, beat up from trying to get all over the place and drive in a foreign country and all that. And so we ended up, that's what we did. Well, we both read a book that week. There was a pool on the property. I swam every morning. We slept in late. We'd have a nap. We did some exploring. Man, I was so rested at the end of that week. It was unbelievable. It was great. Really? Wow. That was one of the best decisions on that vacation was to just experience where we were. Or, as you said, just be. Yeah, and I think that's really deep because you don't need to do a lot in order to have a good time. And, you know, I'm struggling with that with our upcoming vacation because uh, we're planning to go out to Europe. And, and uh, there's a lot of things to do that, you know, we don't know how many trips in our lifetime we're going to make to commit that much time there. Um, so you do want to see some key uh, artifacts and, and places to go. But, you know, I also have a belief that whatever you're meant to see, you'll see. You know? Oh, very well put. I yeah, like uh, it happens for a reason. You can be walking. One of the things about Rome, and I'm sure Paris is going to be very similar, and um, you know all those old European cities. Mm -hmm. But you know, sometimes you go somewhere like New York, and yeah, okay, you got the Empire State Building, and you know a couple other um, architectural things you want to see. Mm -hmm. But if you walk down the streets of Rome, or maybe even Quebec City in Canada, right, old walled city, but if you walk down the street there, architecture is everywhere. You can stumble upon so many different places, and, and we, you know, we spent two days walking around Rome. We didn't, you know, the big cities have the red buses that you pay the fee and you can get the whole day and ride the bus and get on and off where you want and all that sort of stuff. We walked and man, it was fantastic. We, we saw things at a speed that allowed you to appreciate them so much more than being on an open air double decker bus. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes you have to take the time to slow it down. And uh, even when you want to consider what area you want to live in, like I was walking with my wife yesterday for checking out an area um, and um, you miss so much when you're just driving by and when you speed up the pace you just don't see the detail whereas if you're walking by you see how quaint certain places are and you notice the little details people put in the pride of ownership all those things that kind of make it seem as though you know there's actual value there rather than just um, you know a passing phase it's, it's kind of like looking at um, trying to watch a movie on fast forward <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might get the gist of it just by watching the motion happen, but if you miss the dialogue and the nuances and the and the and the pauses in between, you're going to miss the whole essence of the movie. <laughs> Something just came to mind, and uh, I don't know. It's probably more for people of my generation, but uh, Jackson Brown's album "Running on Empty." <laughs> he he does a song on there called "Stay," and he. he it's recorded live and it was, he said it's the first time he's ever done the song. Basically, you know, it gets down to the gist of, uh, you know, if, if you guys want to hear more, let me know because I don't mind, you know, the people who got to pack up the show and take it to another town don't mind, you know, the roadies don't mind, you know, the lighting guys don't mind, nobody minds. You're not going to have a chance to be here again. So seize the day. Wow. Oh, I don't think it can get oh, any better than that, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, he goes on to, in, in the lyrics say that, 
you know, he, he'd love to stay there a little longer with his piano. So if somebody's willing, let him know. <laughs> wow, that's deep. Man, I, I think that was a, this was actually a very meaningful episode. If you can, if you can sort of wring the cloth and, and get as much uh, juice out of that one as you can, maybe we'll be able to get some good vacation and rest this May episode. <laughs> yeah, you know, we hope everybody that has that time, whether it's a whirlwind, uh, action-packed vacation, or whether it's a couple books to read, that, that their vacation meets their expectations. You bet, Jim. Well, thanks for joining us for this May episode of uh, Seize the Day when we talked about vacation versus rest. It's a little bit shorter than normal, but at the same rate, we wanted to leave you enough time to rest and vacation. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself, Winston. Take care, my friends, and uh, thanks, Jim, for joining us for this episode, and we'll catch some next episode in June. Looking forward to that as well. All right. Take care, buddy. We'll see yeah, you guys all, all right. soon.